This episode is brought to you by the generosity of our listeners. If you're going to have a bold idea, you'll need to get outside your comfort zone. In this episode, Armin and I discuss the pros and cons of getting outside your comfort zone and how to know if you are. Put your faith to work. This is the Bold Idea Podcast with ideas, interviews, and inspiration to bring your bold ideas to life. Here are your hosts, Larry Gates and Armin Nassati. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Bold Idea Podcast. I'm your co-host, Larry Gates, along with... Armin Asadi. Armin, the dream Asadi, and we boom. are here to help you bring... Boom. Did you say boom? <laughs> <laughs> we are here to help you bring your bold idea to life, to trust God for that next thing that's inside of you, and uh, we're just having fun doing it. You know, Armin, we like to take a break every once in a while from having guests so that you and I can banter on some of the stuff that's just been kind of going around and we've been taking notes as we've been listening to people and you know there are times we're like you know we got to just tackle this this topic that's right we like to debate once in a while yeah every once in a while we have these discussions and we go you know what we gotta (laughs) we gotta drive that into an episode and one of the things that we've been talking about is really does a bold idea need to be a big idea Mm. and does uh, it need to be a leap of faith it doesn't need to be a leap of faith yeah and clearly and sometimes uh, things sound like they can be so risky and you might feel like, okay, well, I don't really have a bold idea because I don't have a life-changing or a world-changing idea. But, you know, we we decided to do this podcast from the very beginning because we believe that a bold idea doesn't necessarily need to be a big idea. It's just right. you're trusting God for something in your life that is maybe outside of your comfort zone right. where faith needs to put be put to work. And so we decided in this episode, let's tackle the idea of a comfort zone. Yes. Right? And and so is a comfort zone good, bad, you know, uh, well, I think we kind of have a slant on that, right? But why? And and how do you know if you're outside your comfort zone in an appropriate way? And, and if you're kind of comfortable, how do you take the steps to get uncomfortable? And what's the purpose of doing that? So basically, all things comfort zone. All things comfort zone. Because we have all the answers. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, let's kick this off, Armin, with the title of our podcast, What's Wrong with a Comfort Zone? Yeah, what is wrong with the comfort zone anyway? Are there any <laughs> advantages in your mind? You know, there are a lot of advantages actually of being really? in a comfort zone. A yeah, lot? Yeah, like, actually there's, there's a lot. I think there are a fair amount of it. Okay, let's start uh, off with the disagreement. Well, you know, because, <laughs> you know, we're always, you know, I think you and I kind of push each other and we try to get outside of our comfort zone. But there's actually good reasons to be in a comfort zone. And one of the primary ones we heard about from our guest on our program just a couple of weeks ago, Kevin DeVries. And mm-hmm. you remember he climbed all these mountains and one of the things that he said is, you know, if you if you want to recover, I mean, you can't really climb a summit unless you take time to go down in the valley and recover. In yeah. other words, you got to you can't stay at high altitude all the time. You cannot your body cannot live in flat out all in stressful situations. Of course, the idea of getting outside of a comfort zone is by definition uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that means it's going to create stress on your body and you cannot live that way all the time. So you do need to come into a place where, okay, I I'm in my zone of comfort and it's okay. The question is, you know, are you always there? Right. Maybe for me, it's a balancing act, not not even as a balancing act. Maybe that's not it. But I I think if you're all aspects of your life, you're constantly in a comfort zone. I I, I don't know if there's an advantage to that. I, I do think there is an advantage to a comfort zone in the sense that, um, if you're 
only dealing with your weaknesses and that's the thing that's challenging you and you never focus on your strengths where it does feel comfortable, you'll actually never master your natural strengths, your natural giftings. And I do think there's a huge advantage to that where when you only focus on your weaknesses and you're always outside your comfort zone, then I think there's a, at some point psychologically, you, you believe this uh, idea that um, you're, you're not really that talented. You're not that capable. You don't actually have some God given talent or gift. And I, and I, and I think that's a bad mindset. So I think there is an advantage to that when it comes to a comfort zone is if you're focusing on strengths. Yeah. And you know, ironically, the stronger you are on something, the harder it is to get outside your comfort zone with it because you have so much competence in that area. Right. So, I mean, if you're like an elite athlete, you've got to really work hard to get that next percent of body fat down or that next uh, millisecond of speed or, you know, it takes a lot to just make a little incremental improvement when you're really, really good on something. And so sometimes it makes it tempting to say, okay, I'm going to work on this stuff that I'm really lousy at because at least you can feel like you can make some progress there on the things that you're really, really good at. But it does bring up one thing that I I think it's important to talk about in this whole thing of what's wrong with the comfort zone is that, it's easy for us to think about what might be uncomfortable in our lives because in our own skin, we kind of know that. We kind of know when we're getting a little anxious and at the zone of comfort, there's always fear. I mean, that's how you know when you're outside of your comfort zone is you're fearful yeah. about something because yeah. that's that comes with the territory, right? Because you're trying something on that's new. But different people respond differently, I mean, to stress and to what's fearful for them. I remember being at the mall of America, trying to find a parking space. I know, I mean, you've been there a number of times. Oh gosh. You can take forever, right? To find a parking space. Well, and they have insane amounts of parking for anyone who's never been to mall of America. So the fact that there is no parking just shows you what a stupid number of people go to that. Yeah. There are over 200,000 people that will visit that on any given day. Oh my God. It's just crazy. Right. So I'm in the parking garage, you know, trying to find a space. And there's this woman who's trying to navigate her car into this, (laughs) parking space oh no well you know her car was much smaller than mine but i'm waiting behind her as she tries like five times to go in and then she comes back out she goes back in and it's like really really nervous about how to get and finally she gives up you know and it might be because i was behind her she felt the pressure you know so she (laughs) takes me mugging her she takes off she takes off to try to find another place and i just whip in and just take the space right there you know and my car was much bigger so you know, that just means that I had a higher capacity or maybe I was less fearful, but I had a higher capacity for what didn't stress me out. And clearly, you know, she was backing out and, you know, and this was outside of her comfort zone. She needed a little bit broader space for her to feel comfortable to park it with ease, you know? And so different people respond to stress, different people respond to circumstances in a, in totally different ways. So what might be outside of one person's comfort zone might be totally inside of another's. And so when you are thinking about this whole idea of comfort zone, even for yourself or evaluating other people around you, you know, their level of risk, their profile of what might be uncomfortable is going to be different. That's true. Well, okay, let's get to the second part then, which is why get out of a comfort zone anyway? Is there benefits to doing this or is it better to just stay there? Yeah, great question. And of course, I think we all think that there's a lot of benefits to do so. And I think there are. I like T.S. Eliot. He said, only those who risk going too far can possibly find out how far one can go. Yeah, that's good. And and that's just that's just so true. I mean, it, we often don't take the risk to find out and we surprise ourselves. Oh, I was actually able to do that. Yeah. 
And may, may, it's not just, oh, I was able to do that, but it's this idea that, hey, you were able to do it, you still failed, but you realize I can actually do it better each time I do it. With mm-hmm. each failure, I get mm-hmm. one step closer to success. Exactly. Which is a crazy mindset shift. Yeah. It's a paradigm shift. And, you know, it's arguable to say that you really don't have any learning at all unless you're outside your comfort zone. It's almost by definition. You can't acquire a new skill unless you're practicing in a way that you haven't done it before, which is, you know, uncomfortable. Yeah. And I would say this is you you will never know what you're made of, made of unless you step outside of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You don't know how far you can run. You don't know how much weight you can lift. You don't know how much. Or get rid of. Yeah, or get rid of. (laughs) You don't know how much self-control that you can have. You don't know how hard you can work. You don't know how well you can control yourself. You don't know. There's so much you don't know until you step out into the unknown. And I get it. The unknown is scarier to people than almost anything else that psychologists have done research on. But... Nonetheless, you will never know what your full potential is and you will never utilize it until you step out of your comfort zone because it's in the unknown that you'll find it'll it'll become a process of you knowing what you're made of, knowing what you can do, knowing how far you can go and knowing what kind of gifting you actually have. I think it is one of the most crucial processes of stepping out of the comfort zone is yeah. realizing who you are. Right, I think that's a really good point and I think it was one of our episodes in Reinventure Me where we talked about being a new beginner, that we need to shift our natural mindset internally, our dialogue that says, I can't do something, right. to I'm learning how to do something, you right. know, and, and, and to recognize that when we're outside of our comfort zone, that's our place of learning. Mm-hmm. And to not tell ourselves the negative story of, of I can't, but tell ourselves that, well, I'm not yet as good as I want to be, but I'm getting better. Right. And, and and even if uh, and, and I think you're referring to the uh, Carol Dweck book yeah. mindset, right? Yeah. And one of the best things I heard was someone simplified it to this. They said, even if you're going to say that I can't do something, at least add three dots to the end, and then add one more word, yeah. and just put the word yet. Yeah. And at l- that one part will actually cha- help you change your mindset about approaching something that you can't do. The three dots or the yet? Uh, the three <laughs> dots with the yet. <laughs> the well, key. I think, you know, one of the, th- the benefits that I think uh, about or, or, or thought about as we were preparing for this episode of, of getting outside your comfort zone, you, you mentioned kind of in passing, but I think it, it, the bottom line is you improve your own sense of well-being and yeah. your own mood. And when you can say, hey, all right, I'm, I'm trying something new and maybe I'm not great at it yet, but actually as I start to get better, I remember one of the big areas of discomfort for me, I did only because I love my wife, Anna, and she wanted ballroom dancing lessons. And I'm like, I, I, you know, what do you do? I'm yeah. so competency motivated. And for the six, first six months, it was just torture. You know, it was yeah. like, I was definitely outside my comfort zone. And then when you stay outside your comfort zone for a while, you, you realize, you know, it's not as bad as I thought. And I'm actually starting to enjoy some of this. And, you know, now we're continuing to push ourselves a little bit further along. What was stressful for me back then is like nothing now, you know, yeah. but that's because I've learned it yeah. I've, and, and I've gotten used to it. And now I'm taking that to a new level. And it's just that initial piece of it is what feels so frightening. And once you get into it though, you start to get acclimated and you say, okay, well maybe I'm not as bad at it, but yeah. you're all the dialogue internally says, 
uh, this is not my competence, you know, yeah. and when you say it's not my competence, you're saying it's outside my comfort area. I'm going to share crazy, crazy story. Leave it to me to make the most dramatic point of all time. Um, there was a, there's a story in Iran of a bunch of these men that go to prison um, because they're the wrong religion. Um, and they're all leaders in this other religion. Um, and uh, they go to prison and all of them are tortured, mm. right? And and the person that's torturing them is their executioner as well, right? He just makes a decision. Okay, I'm done with them. Kill them, right? Mm. One of these, I, I don't know the exact number. It's like somewhere between 15 and 20, let's, whatever the number is. I don't even care if it's 10 of them. Let's just say it's 10 of them, right? Um, so uh, out of these 10 people, they, they this executioner, or this guy who's actually torturing them and is killing them one by one. He's torturing all of them every day but he's choosing which ones to kill each day. One of these guys survives, and in their interview, they asked, how did you survive? And his response is this. He said, I realized as long as I could keep him interested in torturing me, that he wouldn't kill me. Mm. And I had to learn to live with the torture so that I can live to live my life. Wow. He said, I knew this wasn't going to go on forever, but as long as I can keep him interested enough in torturing me and if I can deal with the pain and the fear of it, and if I can't, and if I don't romanticize death over life and I take the pain, then I will live and I will have my life again. And so he chose to like basically irritate this guy and aggravate this guy every day. So he would torture him rather than so have fun him. torturing him and not want to lose the fun of doing it. Yes. And he was the only one who made it out of that prison. Oh. Most dramatic point ever. <laughs> most dramatic point ever. But that was the probably the best story I've ever heard of a man intentionally choosing to live outside the comfort zone so that literally he could live. Yeah. How crazy. Yeah. All right, yeah. The, you know, somebody in that situation <laughs> might think, you know, it would far be more comfortable for me just to die at this point. That, you know? They all did. Yeah. Every one of them. Yeah. Then, they said, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you might have blown my other point here that I was going to make about uh, why we should live outside the comfort zone, given that example, because <laughs> you said none of them actually made it. But what I was thinking about, it, at least for me, is when I see people living outside of their comfort zone, it inspires me to live outside of my own. Yeah, and so there's you know this idea of why do it because you might inspire others. Of course, in the example that you, <laughs> Mine you is shared, extreme. <laughs> and the, yeah, the example you shared, I don't think he was so inspiring to the others, but maybe they didn't know what he was up to. Maybe they died too fast. I don't know. <laughs> Tapped up pretty quickly. <laughs> all right, all right. I mean, what are some ways that we can uh, stay inside of our comfort zone, or or maybe what are some of the you know zones of comfort that we find ourselves in? All right, so. Uh, ways that we can stay in a comfort zone. Um, I, I would say is if, if we equate sameness to safety mm. and if we equate uh, change to danger, then we will always stay in our yeah, comfort zone. That's right? great. Mm-hmm. It, it, because at, we have, whether it's a subconscious, unconscious, whatever the terminology is there, if inside of you, your belief system tells you that change is bad and change is dangerous and sameness is, is, is a good thing, it's a safe place, 
your body, your brain is designed to keep you safe. Yeah, of course it is. In danger. That's exactly right. So you're going to stay in your comfort zone because you're designed to avoid danger, not to walk into it. You have to train yourself to be a soldier, to Mm -hmm. walk into war, to Mm -hmm. walk into a battle, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's not natural. Everyone else goes into fight or flight. It's soldiers that are trained that break the fight or flight uh, process or actually instead of running away, they learn to fight in that process. Yeah. And they hold a value that's higher than their own safety value, which Mm -hmm. is why, you know, you find a mom running to uh, her own uh, possible harm to rescue her child, you know, in the fire or something, you know, you hear these stories and you know, this, the heroism comes because you've chosen, you have an internal value that says my safety is of less value than what it is that I'm going to pursue. So if we think about learning in that way, you know, when we hold our value of learning and our own ability to change and make a difference in the world and, and execute a bold idea and trust God for it, when we see that as a higher value than our safety, then we get outside of our comfort zone. Right. Right. Um, anything else you would add to that? Like, is there something that you would think that would keep people in that comfort zone? Well, I want to talk about areas where we can stay in a comfort zone because I think it's good to explore some of these. So, so sure. one that I thought of was relational. Of course, you know, we we might want to steer clear of some person or some group. Yeah, you know, we all have people that we're like, you know, they're kind of less a little bit out there, and sure. I'd really just rather not <laughs> engage with those people. And of course, you know, you can see that right now in a lot of political discourse. Yes, uh, people are yelling about each other, but they're not talking to each other or trying to understand each other. Yeah, and it's avoidance. Yeah, and uh, you know, if I guess what you know, if you want to get uncomfortable, don't get agitated mm. about a political view. Take some time to understand where somebody else might be coming from. You may not agree with them, but have the have the integrity and the intellectual curiosity and the bold idea of saying, I'm going to enter in, get outside my comfort zone. I'm going to try to understand where somebody else might be coming from. That's good. Uh, vocationally, you know, we can also get in comfort zones. We've all been in jobs where or assignments that we, we were asked to do, we might hold back on. I remember when I was at Cray, um, I was asked to, I was in a support technical support role. I was responsible for a a piece of software that really I was the only one that was responsible for this around the world. So I was flying in all over the place uh, and really was considered kind of the hero because I would get this software working when it wasn't. And, um, you know, I was kind of the guy that people called on. I was the the hero. Yeah. And, and did you wear spandex? No, no, but I, (laughs) Didn't look good in spandex. <laughs> Maybe if I did, I would. But, uh, you know, so here's the thing. Though my boss at the time, you know, saw that I had some capabilities of dealing with customers and dealing with these technical firefights and dealing with that, that she wanted to put me on a more important product for the company. Hmm. But the problem was, is for me, I didn't realize this until a little bit later when I got into a funk about it, was that I was only one of several people. I was no longer the white knight. So it was... It was, she was asking me to get outside my comfort zone, but it was also not bringing me the, the hero stature that I once had to do so. And so I had to go through a real orientation and go and say, okay, back to value. It's a better value for me to figure out how to serve the company and bring value to it than what my personal need is. And so that was what able enabled me to make that transition and say, okay, I'm going to do this and get outside my comfort zone Mm. to do it because I was beginning all over again. I was like, not the hero. I was the goat, you know, trying to learn, (laughs) not the goat exactly, but the kid trying to learn how to, 
how to be competent in an area. Yeah. So vocationally, we might uh, not get outside of our comfort zone. Physically, I mean, I think a lot of us like, you know, couch potatoes. It's easier to click a remote than get off the couch and go to the club and work out mm-hmm. and uh, and get some exercise in. And I know, that, you know, I just started a training program for myself. You're in beast mode. Hey, well, you know, I did this, Armin, because I picked up a five-gallon water jug to put on top of our water cooler, and I realized... I'm not picking this up as easily as I used to before. <laughs> and I realized, you know, I'm getting older and I'm starting to deteriorate. And what can I do about it? And I will so like, I can get a trainer, you know? So, yeah. you know, that is getting outside my comfort zone. And every time I, I decide, okay, I have so many exercises I'm trying to get in that my trainer has set for me. And I'm like, do I want to go to the club? No, I never really say I want to go to the club, you know, <laughs> but I take myself there to get outside the comfort zone. Spiritually, another area, Um, you know, what are ways in which you're growing spiritually? Now, here's the question. If somebody were to sit down with you, somebody who loves you, somebody who cares spiritually about your development, and they ask you this question, in what ways are, is God transforming you today? Would you be able to answer that question? In what ways are you trusting him in deeper and richer ways? Would you be able to answer that question? And so many of us think, you know, well, you know, it's good to have a relationship with God and I pray about these things, but where are we trusting him in deeper and richer ways? And how do we say that's transforming us? Can we point to that? Intellectually, you know, this will be the last area I'll talk about. Intellectually, you know, how have you sharpened the way you're thinking about how you think? Yeah. You know, are you just accepting uh, information as it comes in? Are you reading widely? Are you allowing yourself to be challenged in different points of view? Are you asking questions for discovery or are you asking questions only to share an opinion you've already formed? Those are questions. Those are areas outside, you know, various areas that we can stretch our comfort zone in. This is the bold idea podcast. I mean, of course, we love our corporate sponsors, but I really love it when we have an episode that's sponsored by our listeners. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly agree with you. It's the best compliments we ever get is knowing that people are out there that want to invest in this to keep this going. And I think everybody knows, I hope by now, that we are doing this as really as a passion project. Neither of us take any money from it. In fact, it costs us more than we are getting even in sponsorships to put this program out on the air. So every little bit helps. That's right. So if you want to help invest in this and keep this thing going, we'd love to see your support. Just go to boldideapodcast.com forward slash donate. And remember, every donation you make is a tax deductible contribution and comes from the bottom of our heart. A sincere thank you. I think there's a there, there's a misconception with comfort zones is that comfort zones are always slow, easy, and not challenging. Mm-hmm. And um, for the s- specific type of person that I'm referring to is typically entrepreneurs will fit this, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. the, the people who want to build something from nothing, um, their comfort zone is actually the busyness it's the constant challenging it's the constant trying to grow it's the constant working it's the constant sacrificing it's the constant suffering right but it ironically that is their comfort zone mm-hmm. right so the misconception that that a comfort zone means that you're actually just comfortable and it's simple easy clicking the remote. The- yeah. Comfort zone doesn't necessarily, being in a comfort zone, you can be very busy. You can 
Yep. You can get very tired. Yep. But the thing about it is you're not really gaining any new ground. You're not stretching right. yourself in a new way. Well, the uh, so like my point is with the like the busyness people is that like th- there's a friend of mine. Um I won't name him, but um you know, this this guy worked a ridiculous amount of hours for a Fortune 500 company. He while he was working as a in one step below the VP of sales, um, he he went and got his master's degree at the same time. Um, he sat on one or two different boards, uh, was going through some leadership formation process, um, had three children and a wife, you know, and sitting at home. But the one thing he never engaged, the thing that he was uncomfortable with, um, and he exercised like crazy, like a triathlon guy mm-hmm. and all that stuff, right? But the one thing he never engaged because he was uncomfortable with it, he never engaged the family. Mm. He couldn't unless it was a vacation. So once every six months, he would engage his family. But now he's in a situation which is really heartbreaking. But, you know, over years and years and years and years of of that, the wife finally said, I'm done. Yeah. You know, and but it was it was a comfort zone issue for him. He was Mm -hmm. comfortable achieving. Mm -hmm. He's not comfortable dealing with the conflict at home. Yeah. And that's exactly right. What are you avoiding? You know, think about the things that you're avoiding that, you know, you ought to be paying attention to. And it's a good sign that you might be uh, in a, in a comfort zone. So, so let's talk about that. So how do we know if we're overly comfort zone friendly, you know, put it that way, (laughs) or maybe too comfortable? Um, I, I don't know. Like I got, I guess for me, since we're in this line of talking about the work and busyness thing is there are certain people that I see that are incredibly capable Um, whether it's in church or secular business, doesn't make a difference that have been in the role. Um, they've been there for multiple years. They're successful at it. They're always hitting their goals. Um, the people around them loved them. Um, always love them. They are, people talk about them in the highest regards, but I never see them promoted, get raises. It, 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 they just, they just stay, you know, they'll go three, four, five years same role, always successful, always hitting their goals. They're ne- it, there's they're not getting a higher role, they're not getting a higher salary, they're not getting any bonuses, they're not getting anything out of it. And I and I and I think it's easy to bash the organization that they work for, but at the same time, for me, I think at some point you need to ask for it. Mm-hmm. It's an uncomfortable ask. Yeah, that yeah, might I, be getting outside your comfort zone is to say, hey, uh, my value contribution is higher here, and you know, what would it take to be rewarded for that? Because it's, you know, you, you, you might want not want to risk right <laughs> the very thing that you have. Right. Uh, so yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, I like to think about this question, you know, what is your view of failure? Is it learning or is it losing? Mm. Because if you see failure in, in an option like that, for instance, you go ask for a raise or you go ask for a more, uh, uh, a promotion yeah. and you don't get it. Right. Did, you know, did you, did you learn from that? you know, that maybe this isn't the place for me and I need to go apply myself somewhere else? Or did you end up losing something? Is it a loss? You know, mm-hmm. a net loss where like, that's back to your safety point. Right. What about, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to say anything specific yet, but what about in marriage? How do you know you're overly comfortable or overly comfort zone friendly in your own marriage? Mm. What would you say to that? Well, boredom, very- boredom would be one thing. I mean, sometimes you just take the other party for granted and you're not right. learning what is new for them. You're just assuming that you know. Yeah. I mean, how often do you ask your spouse, you know, what, what is it that is 
is, is happening inside you right now? You know, what's going on in your world? How are you seeing things differently? What are some of the challenges and how are you dealing with the pains in your life? And how am I contributing to that? You know, right. ask that question, you know, ask how, how am I contributing to your, your sense of pain, you know, yes. in your life? That might be a real outside the comfort zone question. I, I agree. I, I didn't, I didn't know if I should say it or not, but I, here's, and I, I've only been married six years now in November. It was just my, our anniversary. Um, one of the things I've realized just from having mentors in my life specifically for marriage, I realized mo- at least for men, I'll speak for men. Most men will not step outside of their comfort zone in their marriages unless their marriage is at risk. That's right. And we often don't want, you know, we often have a more rosy view about how the marriage is going than the wife does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's so true it and is. weird. It's like, don't change a thing. You know, <laughs> It's comfortable. Let's just stay right here. It's that old, it's that old saying that when, when a man marries a woman, he marries her hoping she doesn't change and she marries him hoping he does. <laughs> it's so true. Dang it. I know it's true for my family. <laughs> All right. So here's the next question. How do I find my next outside comfort zone opportunity? Or how do I find my next OCZ? OCZ. <laughs> yeah, pronounce that. <laughs> I like what Eleanor Roosevelt said. Do one thing every day that scares you. Mm. And and that's just a nice discipline to think about. All right. So, you know, in your morning, when you get up in the morning, you just say, okay, what could I do that might be a little bit frightening for me today? Yeah. You know? And just to think about that. Um, I, I, I tend to think about this question for myself. If, if there's one area in my life that I would want to improve, what would that be? Mm. And what step could I make toward that? You know, just to, to think about. And that could be in any of those dimensions we talked about before, you know, relationally, vocationally, whatever. What area would I want to make better and how would I do it? I like that. Yeah. One of the things uh, I, I process is um, it's it's an awareness exercise, right? It's, uh, it's, the, it's the question is, uh, well, first, can you become aware of your comfort zones? And then once you become aware of them, ask yourself they, this question – were they always comfortable for you? Mm-hmm. Right, that's great. Because usually the answer is no, no, right? Yeah. You had to learn that competence somewhere, right? So it's it's having that awareness factor. I think can be so critical of saying, okay, there's a lot of things that I'm comfortable with, but at what point in my life what, what, was I not comfortable with it, and what did I do to embrace it, mm-hmm. engage it, and make it comfortable for me? And is there something that I can learn from that? so that I can apply it to something new that's an OCZ or an outside comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. What do you think? No, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you. I think one of the things when you get into um, getting outside your comfort zone, obviously you're dealing in the land of fear again, you know, and mm-hmm. that's why Eleanor Roosevelt said, do something that scares you. And the one way you can tackle anything that is difficult in your life is to understand why you're doing it. Mm. You know, you have to come back to a why. Sure, yeah. And so if you're going to get outside your comfort zone, like say, for instance, in marriage, you know, it's like, well, because I want to, I want to have a healthy marriage. I want to have a place that my kids can see role models in how to do that themselves in their own lives as they grow up. I want to have a, a vibrant uh, relationship with my wife or my husband that, that builds into them and encourages them to become all God wants them to be. Yeah. When you say those whys, then it allows you to ask 
the tough questions that you might not want to ask totally. about yourself, yeah. you know, with them. And it might open up things that you can do that you wouldn't normally think about that just like, okay, we're going to, we're going to try this. And I don't know if I'm going to be successful with it. It might even cause you to take ballroom dancing lessons. <laughs> <laughs> like you did. <laughs> you know, I, okay. I, I, I was going to add everything I had was more on the practical side, but I think it is uh, so far from, um, what you're saying in the sense of importance, what you're saying is such a greater importance than anything I had to say that I just want to, uh, I, I want to roll with you on that is that unless you have your why you will never be able to take the punches of life. That's right. And when you, when you step into an uncomfortable area of life, you will be punched. You will be kicked. You will be slapped. You will be thrown down. You will be disappointed. It will be filled with fear. It will be filled with uh, anxiety. I know all this sounds like a terrible thing, but it's in those places that you will, again, back to what I was saying earlier, you will find out what you're made of. And I think every single person is made to be so much greater than they are, but we've accepted this mentality of mediocrity or status quo as being okay because it's comfortable. But if you have your why, like you're saying, Larry, I think every single punch that you take, you brush it off. Every kick, you brush it off. Every time you get knocked down, you get back up because your why keeps you going. Mm -hmm. Why makes it spiritual? Why affects your soul? The why moves your heart. It moves your mind. It moves your body. It's something so deeply significant about the why that everything all the what and all the how and all the when and all the other stuff that takes place does not matter because you've answered the most powerful question that will carry you through all the ups the downs the valleys the mountains the rivers and the tsunamis that come in the process but at the end of it there's always an outcome of you being better than when you started this process amen there you go. But it's, you're 100% right. Everything else was <laughs> just irrelevant compared to what you just said. Well, no, that's okay. We we need to get in touch with our why to sustain us. And that's exactly what you're saying. And I, you had a lot of passion around that. I'm like, yes, let's go. You know, <laughs> let's go. Uh, there's one practical question I think of that we can ask if we really want to get a sense of this, where are the opportunities for us to get outside of our comfort zone? And that is to find somebody who knows you well enough yeah. and loves you. And ask him this question. Do you see an area in my life where I may have settled for less than I should have? Mm. And, you know, that, that, you know, your friends, your spouse, whatever might say, you know what? I think you really have a lot more potential in this area than you are yeah. taking advantage of. And that could be a great place for you to say, okay, uh, I can get outside my comfort zone there. Mm. That's good. So what should I expect? Well, if we're going to move outside our comfort zone, I think it's, you know, you, you mentioned it just a minute ago, it's going to be painful. You know, you're, you're, you're in the area of fear. Everything inside of you wants to withdraw. When I go to the club, especially I see this all the, the time. Night club it's like, you're the, dancing, you know, right? Yeah. Right. In the night club. <laughs> when I go to the, when I go to work out, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know if this is true for you. I think it, it's true for most of us. When we start a workout routine, it's like every side, everything inside of our body says, stop. Yeah. I don't like this. You know, yeah. the first 20 minutes are like brutal. And then after a while you go, okay, I'm actually doing all right. And after a while you go, I'm kind of enjoying this. And then you're done and you go, oh, I'm so glad I went. Yeah. You know, you start off going, I don't want to go. <laughs> you go, you, you say, why am I here? And then it morphs into, I'm glad I went. Yeah. And I think that's kind of the cycle that you go through in any change in a comfort zone you start off going why am i going okay i'm going for this reason though i don't want to and it's painful and then you end up saying i'm glad i did that mm. 
Disorientation, I think, is another thing you can expect. You know, you can't measure the same degree of success that you can inside of a comfort zone. When you're operating out of all your competencies and you're in your zone of comfort, no matter how busy you are, busyness is not an indicator of being in, inside or outside a comfort right. zone. You made that earlier. You made that point earlier. When you're outside of your comfort zone, then you your measures of success are going to be different. So you're going to be disoriented and you just need to allow that and understand that's going to happen. And then third is turning. I mean, you may not make the same progress you make inside your comfort zone and beginner's luck never holds. I mean, you yeah. might have, you might make some real strides right off the beginning, but it won't hold. Yeah. And that's when you have to get back to that why question that you were talking about to sustain you. Yeah. That's the breakthrough power right there. Yeah. Right on. Anything else you would add to no, that? That's it for me. All right. I think, I think we covered, you know, everything there is to know about a comfort zone. I'm quite sure we didn't. <laughs> and so now at this point, we want to invite our audience. Listen, if you have some ideas of your own about getting outside the comfort zone, some things you want to share, some learnings that you've had, let us know. Drop us a note here at boldideapodcast.com slash four seven. That is where you'll find the episode notes. And we'd love for you to leave us a comment there. Let us know what you thought of the show, any ideas that you might have had, examples of getting outside of the comfort zone yourself, or leave us a a comment on our show line at 612-568-IDEA. That's 612-568-4332. Well, that's all the time we have for today, and we're glad that you were with us. And so until next time, this is Larry Gates. And Armin Asadi. Thanks a lot. You've been listening to the Bold Idea Podcast. To get our show notes sent to your inbox, visit boldideapodcast.com.